Hey, Tito here at the Buckeye Blitz. Thanks for tuning in. Follow me on Twitter at Fit Happens. We are presented by BetUS.com. Bet with a three-decade leader, BetUS. Join now for 125% bonus using promo code DSP125 or 200% bonus with crypto using DSP200. Sports, casino, horses, pop culture, you can bet all that and more at BetUS.com. You bet, you win, you get paid at BetUS.com. All right, uh, let's talk about Ohio State football here. We'll get started on that big game against Penn State. First, let's talk about what happened last week against Iowa. Look, slow start for Ohio State, no doubt. The Buckeyes, though, dominated after that slow start. I was uh, sitting in the stands and then all, you know, looked around on social media after the game, and I was amazed, amazed at um, the panic level for Ohio State fans during this game. Look, uh, Iowa's got a good defense. It's the best defense Ohio State has played up to this point. I was never concerned. Uh, I knew Iowa couldn't score. Even when Iowa took a 7-3 lead on the defensive touchdown, I, I knew it was going to be a blowout. I was not concerned in the least. And I don't know why Buckeye fans and some of them were very, like, concerned about this all of a sudden. Um, C.J. Stroud finished 286 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. The running game was eh, – Henderson led the way with 38 yards. The defense, though, that was the difference again. Uh, Iowa's offense scored three points. I know the final score is 54-10. to 10. Iowa's offense, though, scored three points. They scored seven on that touchdown by the defense. Iowa averaged 2.2 yards a carry. They passed for 81 yards. The Buckeyes forced six turnovers, uh, three interceptions, three fumbles. T- fumbles. Tanner McAllister had two interceptions. The Buckeye defense is now number two in the country. Think about that. For where this team has come from after last year, they are number two in the country. Look at this team that played against Oregon and Minnesota. Um in Michigan last year, in the first half of Utah, that team is number two in the country in defense right now, allowing less than 240 yards a game. They're third in passing. They're fifth in scoring defense, eighth in rushing defense, tenth in overall efficiency. It's an amazing run for this team. They're also number two nationally in third down percentage. Uh, They are allowing just 24% of that to be converted, and they've allowed the fewest first downs in the country, just 83. This defense is rolling. Uh, the six forced, forced turnovers for Ohio State, first time they've done that since 2000 against Fresno State. So um, Ohio State, I was not worried about this. Iowa's defense is terrible. It is a very good defense Iowa has, no doubt about it. Defense was outstanding for Iowa coming into this game. They allowed 27 points in the game, was the most they had allowed, and that was to Michigan. Ohio State puts up 54 on them and really could have scored more if they wanted to. Now we go to Happy Valley. Uh, looks like good weather for the game, 61 degrees for a high tomorrow on Saturday, whenever you're listening to this, I guess I should say, in, in a Happy Valley. A uh, little bit of wind, not much. The Buckeyes won eight straight against the Nittany Lions. Penn State's ranked 13th this week. They had the loss to Michigan and then rolled Minnesota last week. Um, they won 45-17 to 17 in their whiteout last week. Their offense, Sean Clifford, their quarterback, and uh, he was the Big Ten's Offensive Player of the Week, threw for just under 300 yards against Minnesota, four touchdown passes to four different receivers. Their freshman running backs are, are really carrying them on the ground. Um, Katron Allen and Nicholas Singleton have combined for 957 yards, averaging six yards to carry. They've got 11 touchdowns. The big story with Penn State, what people are all excited about, they're talking about Penn State, is their secondary. They've got Joey Porter Jr., the son of the former Pittsburgh Steeler uh, great, and uh, they've also got uh, uh, Jair Brown back there. And so there's all this hype about, oh, Penn State's pass defense is really good. They're going to cause problems for Ohio State. Stroud won't be able to move the ball through the air. All because of these names and because of some of the success they've had. 
Penn State right now is 63rd in the country in total defense. They haven't played some tremendous schedule. 63rd in total defense. Penn State's 79th in passing defense. This great pass defense they have, it's going to cause all kinds of problems for C.J. Stroud. 79th in passing defense. They are 62nd in rush defense. They're 70th in tackles for loss and 77th in sacks. This team's not going to cause that much of a problem for Ohio State. Yes, it's a road game. Ohio State's offense, though, they figure things out. They make adjustments at halftime. And you've seen it all year long. You saw it in the Iowa game. Ohio State's offense and defense. Look all year long at the adjustments they make at halftime when they're playing. Um, you know, it's a, when sometimes it might start as a close game for a little while. But Ohio State just goes on a different direction, and they just accelerate to a different level. And that's what's going to happen here in Happy Valley. I know Penn State's 6-1. and one. I know there's the tradition of Penn State. They're ranked 13th in the country. The gap between the number two Buckeyes and the number 13 Penn State Nittany Lions is a huge gap. So I'm not really worried. I know Happy Valley, I know it's a tough place to play. It's not a night game. It's not a whiteout. They use that on Minnesota. Why? Because they wanted to get a win on a whiteout. That's why Minnesota was their whiteout game last week. Penn State did not want to schedule Ohio State for a whiteout game because they know what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Ohio Ohio State's going to win this game easily over Penn State. Penn State's defense, overrated. Don't tell me about this great pass defense when they can't stop anybody through the air. All right. Enough about Penn State, Ohio State. Buckeyes win big. Just rinse, repeat. The 2023 schedule is released. Ohio State has six home games and six road games. I found this very interesting um, because uh, we'll go over the schedule first. They're opening up at Indiana. Road game in the Big Ten. Um, that's how the season will open up for them. They host Youngstown State in Western Kentucky, a couple of patsies. They play uh, at Notre Dame. They get three games before they play at Notre Dame. I love that part of this. Then they're off. Then they host Maryland at Purdue, host Penn State, at Wisconsin, at Rutgers, host Michigan State, host Minnesota, at Michigan. So six scheduled road games in the regular season. And I thought about I went long ago, how long ago that's actually happened for Ohio State, if it's ever happened. In 2022, this year, they've got eight home games and four road games. Recently, they've had seven home games on odd years and then eight home games on the even years, somewhere in there, uh, neutral site games. The 1994 team, they played a neutral site game against Fresno State and Anaheim, then played five road games that year at Washington, Northwestern, Michigan State, Penn State, Indiana. So that was close. Five road games, a neutral site game in the state of the other team, Fresno, in California. 1986, they played the neutral site game against Alabama. I think it was called the Pigskin Classic or the Kickoff Classic. It was in East Rutherford, New Jersey. They played neutral site game there at Washington, at Indiana, at Purdue, at Iowa, at Wisconsin. Five road games again, one neutral site game. Then you go back even further now. And, uh, by the way, look at the – this is an advantage Ohio State's always had. A lot of schools do have this. A lot of the big-time schools have this advantage of pay, playing some in-state schools that want to come and collect a paycheck. That might be drying up here soon with the uh, expansion of the schedule, but we'll talk about that in a moment. Just, just so you, the 1964 team for Ohio State played nine total games. Seven of them were at home, only two on the road at Illinois and at Iowa. Go back even further. The 1905 team played 12 games, 11 at home. Now, the last time Ohio State played six true road games, I found this fascinating. I'm not trying to get all statty on you, but I thought this was interesting. In 1895, the team played six road games at Otterbein in Westerville, suburb of Columbus here. At Denison, Granville, still Central Ohio area. At Cincinnati, State of Ohio. At Kentucky State College in Lexington. At Center, Kentucky in Lexington. And at Marietta, Ohio, 
over by West Virginia, but at Ohio. So they only traveled all state for two games. The other four games, three of them were right in the backyard here uh, or close by. And then um, the one in Cincinnati, but that team went four, four and two. That's how far back you have to go to find Ohio state team that played six, I guess, true road games. But when you're going to Westerville from uh, Columbus, from, from the campus or to Granville, um, you know, or to, to Denison, going to Denison, going to Westerville, those are not really road games. So anyway, um, Ohio State, what I like about this, they're, they're cross-division games. They're getting Purdue on the road. They haven't played West Lafayette. It seems like a while. I could be wrong. I didn't look it up. It just feels like it hasn't happened lately. They get Minnesota here. Minnesota's a really good team as far as Big Ten West standards go. I'm not saying they're a good Big Ten team, but they are a good Big Ten West team. So um, they also announced Ohio State that, uh, by the way, Purdue, um, they've got to play Ohio State, Michigan, and Indiana. Um they get Ohio State, Michigan as part of the cross division games. And he has the other one. Uh, the Golden Gophers, Minnesota, they got it worse. They've got to play Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State. So um, they announced, though, that they're going to stick with one or with two divisions for next year uh, the East and the West for next year, the final year before UCLA and USC join. Then they're going to reassess what they're going to do. And so we'll find out what happens with that with Ohio State. And if they're going to go to one division like they did the Pac-12 this year, or one conference and the top two teams play, or if they split it up somehow, if they have a pod scheduling, I'm fascinated to see what they do with the Big Ten schedule once you add in two more teams and you get to 16 where this is going to go. Because, um, you know, I want to see Ohio State playing. Obviously, they're going to play Michigan every year. Other than that, look, say what you want about Michigan State. Uh, the other teams are all they, – they're all less than Ohio State, those other ones. So – I, I don't really care. Those rivalries don't mean much to me. And I know there's the, the Illibuck trophy and there's these different rivalries that have gone on for years. They don't mean as much to me. Michigan means something. They're Ohio State's only true threat right now. When USC gets here, they'll be a true threat. We'll see if any of these schools, if Mel Tucker can live up, those, up to his contract or James Franklin gets things turned around at Penn State. But right now, it seems to me, the only real protected game I see that I want to have is Michigan. Everything else, it, I don't really care. Throw them out there. Ohio State will pick them up and knock them down. Not a big deal. But um, USC, UCLA both joining in 2024, and that will certainly put a change on the way scheduling is done. And uh, how they even set up the conference, if they're going to go to two divisions still or go to one big conference and just do one against two like the Big 12 is doing this year. Um, and they've done for, I think, a couple of years now. Anyway, uh, Pac-12 doing it this year also. We're presented by BetUS.com. Again, DSP125 when you sign up gets you 125% bonus. DSP200 gets you a 200% bonus using crypto. So uh, with crypto, I'm sorry, 200% bonus with crypto, DSP200. Sports, uh, horses, casino, um, pop culture, bet it all at BetUS.com. Go there. They're the sponsors of this. Thanks so much for tuning in. Follow me on at on Twitter at that Happens, where you can find me. And uh, we're going to talk more about Ohio State basketball right around the corner. The women's basketball team, we've got some sound from Kevin McGuff. That'll be up later on. But for now, those get ready for the Buckeyes and Penn State. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Buckeye Blitz.